If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Three, three, two, two, one. Do you know what I feel like doing? Joining a cold faction? Of course. I feel like kicking back, relaxing, and getting comfy. Welcome to the Get Comfy Lowdown. I'm your host, Kalo, as always, here to give you the lowdown, all things wrestling related. And I'm joined by my co host. What up, guys? This is his uncle Howie to my fiend. What up, guys? Aim on the mic. So before we get into today's pod, I'd like to say thank you to anybody and everybody who is liking and sharing this podcast with anybody and everybody you know. Thank you, guys. There we go. And, you know, to kind of do... Yeah, we're following them because wrestling news is ever so evolving. So today will be more of a housekeeping episode, kind of touching on small little bits and pieces of information, news, all that stuff. Yes. I guess we'll start with, do we want to go Paul first, or do we want to go Wyatt first? I mean, both of them are your are your boys. I yeah. Mean, you're, you're, you're a big component of Paul and... Um, I'm a maverick. Is that what he calls their fans? I think that's what they call them. A maverick. I, see, I only, call some, I only call myself a maverick if I'm watching Top Gun. Fair enough. So, you know what? Let's just start with Wyatt, since that's like the OG. So that's your boy, your boy. boy. Exactly. Exactly. So coming out of crown jewel, um, Alexa bliss was making her way down to the ring and she was doing a backstage interview as well. Uh, keen eyed viewers would notice that that little moth, whatever locust logo of Bray Wyatt's flash. The firefly. I think it's a locust. I want to say it's a locust. It's it's a firefly. Sure. Sure. A, A bug, a bug flashed behind Alexa bliss. Now, of course, there were prevailing rumors that the Wyatt Six, a.k.a. his little stable deal, is happening, and he's slowly implementing it. It's like a slow burn. But another weird instance happened where your boy, our boys are fighting. Our boys are fighting, (laughs) potentially. There's problems in the neighborhood. Uh, There was the logo that was flashed behind Sir L.A. Knight. Yeah. And... I don't like what's going on here. What what is this all about? Because they, they never had interactions in the past. Because Ellen Knight, even when Bray was the cult leader with Eric Warren and Luke Harper and all that, um, Luke uh, Ellen Knight was Eli Drake and um, TNA. Far from connections whatsoever. And then out of nowhere, like I just got my boy back. My boy just became Ellen Knight again, and now he's like, "Yeah, you're gonna be." Um, what was that pig's name? 
Huskis? Are you going to be Huskis? You're the one I want to dress up like. Leave my boy alone. I- I'm confused by this because, one, Bray Wyatt hasn't had an actual opponent in this no. stint in WWE. He he had he followed that guy backstage, the guy who interrupted his um. Oh yeah, that poor uh, PA production assistant man. He he was public enemy number one, <laughs> but I, I'm confused by this because LA Knight should just be doing LA Knight things. I personally don't believe this is a good feud. Oh, or if he joins the Wire Six. Either way, yeah, I, I'm kind of like out on that. Grant you, they're probably gonna make me eat my words and. You know, it could I mean, be very I mean, well. I mean, they they made you eat your words when he was the um, Mr. Rogers Bray Wyatt. You weren't all for that. And I was like, I'm all for it. I'm yeah. all it. But I, I'm more or less confused of how LA Knight fits in this Wyatt Six. And who's to say it's him joining the faction? But right now we're just going off of what we're dealing with here. More stories can develop over time. But um, they had an interaction and he said, yo, I'm not messing with you. And then Bray Wyatt just headbutted him. And people are saying that's the start of a feud. Your boy's trying to find my boy. I don't like him. I know. It's a little weird. But um, do you think do you think this is Bray Wyatt's first official feud with WWE when he came back? Or do you think this is Wyatt's sick stuff? Do you think this is stable related? I I, I gotta say it's stable related because LA Knight's fighting with Ricochet. He's having that little mini feud over there. And I think it's just... Because Wyatt even said that, you know, I see a lot of you in me. And I think he's trying to just convert him into um, Uncle Howie's playhouse. And I'm not for it. I don't like this. I don't know what's going on, which is good. Um, on the edge of my seat. But why LA and I? There could have been so many people on the roster. You could have repackaged Mansoor and... Um, Massey. Massey. Because I feel like that's now dead in the water. Wow. Um, you put Maxine, the um, the freaking LA Knight sister, into the um, stable as well now. Give them something. Yeah. I, well, speaking of Massey and... Wait, no, um, no, gotta, you gotta say it right. Massey. Yeah, there you go. Your guilty pleasures. Exactly. Uh, we the got juice. what we wanted. He's, well, allegedly. We allegedly got what we wanted. A vignette appeared um, on an NXT, and it's been coming out every so often. Uh, Potentially getting Dominic Dijakovic back. Feast your eyes. I mean, there was the vignette of him burning the mask and said, this isn't retribution. You know, subtle nod. But um, I'm here for it. It's, It's me, I am. Well, she's back too. She's, you know, every week, you know, here we go. Uh, she's the equalizer to Rhea Ripley for the club. I'm so mad that match is. OC. OC. Um, I'm, I'm not, I'm so upset that match is not going to be in a War Games match. It was like, it was set up so perfectly. Like, I feel like Bianca, I know we're jumping all around, but we're going to come back to um, Brain. Like, Bianca's feud with Bailey, I feel like that match didn't need a War Games match. It could have just been a traditional 4-4 elimination tag match. The OC match against Judgment Day should have been a War Games match. And the Bloodline, I feel like could have been a War Games match. Now with Drew McIntyre, I feel like it could have been Sheamus, the Brawling Boots, and then Kevin Owens if he wanted, but he's out with an injury or with the New Day. Who knows? Yeah. But going back, um, so 
also with Alexa Bliss because it's kind of contradicting everything we learned because the um, Alexa Bliss cost him a WrestleMania, so it's like, does he like not hold that against her anymore? Blah blah blah. It's like, where's the? Because Bray Wyatt's all about you know connecting the dots, like for everything from his first debut to his last match, and it's like. Your last promo was like, you're here to see a friend and you get fired and you don't follow up on that either. So it's like, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say I don't like where this is going, but I'm still like, I'm not open to what I want. You don't, you don't know where it's going. And yeah. I, I mean, think which is, this- good, which is, which is a good thing. I'm glad that I'm not for once I'm on like, I don't know. I can't expect what's happening in WWE, which is good, but I just don't, I want a reason to know what's happening. I want, like, little hints and details why LA Knight is getting, might be part of Wyatt Six, why Bray wants Alexa Bliss to join back. It's like... I think what's good, and uh, to kind of wrap up the Alexa Bliss talk, um, what I think that ties back to is whenever Bray Wyatt left and they were like, all right, we Alexa Bliss is a star, so we got to ship her out regardless. We got to get her out in front of the crowd. She was doing all that... Um, the therapy and putting away Lily and stuff like that. Um, I think this is more or less a thing where it's like the door was never closed for Alexa bliss. Like that character of whatever you want to call her twisted bliss or whatever, that door was never fully shut. And now with Bray Wyatt back, his aura is back, whatever uncle howdy is, it's reopening that door, uh, not a forbidden door, but that no. door. I mean, well, we're, we're getting we're getting um, Cesaro. No, Cesaro. Who's fighting um, Great Muda? Uh, Nakamura. Nakamura. Yeah, we're getting that um, forbidden door, which was just. No, we also have another match too in Japan too. That one, I'm not too sure of. I forget but... who it was, but yeah, that's that's a forbidden door. Um, which is crazy. Which is because Triple H move. Such a Triple H move. Such a Triple H move. And not only that, the fact that Crown Jewel, during the OC match, and they referenced the Bullet Club. They said the name. I was like, I was checking my ports. I'm like. Before we continue the show, I wanted to take a little time to talk about Noom. Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. A lot of people face pressures to change themselves to fit other people's expectations, and the more freeing solution is to find the things that work for you. Noom understands that everyone's weight loss journey is unique, and what works for someone else might not really work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work towards your goals at a pace that's comfortable for you. And for me personally, that's huge. I know that I am not Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I know that I'm not getting up at four in the morning to go work out. But by using Noom and having that little more of uh, flexibility and stability, it certainly helps with my journey here. Noom also makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track with personalized lessons that help you gain confidence and a practical knowledge one-on-one coaching, and cognitive behavioral approaches that teach you how to be mindful of your habits. 75% of Noom weight loss users finished the program, and more than 60% of users that engaged with the program kept the weight off for a year or more. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at Noom.com slash believe. Again, that is Noom. 
N-O-O-M.com slash believe. B-L. It's like, is this real? Am I alive? Like, what? But that's and, the and, thing. And, and, and then they referenced Kyle Carr's Anderson's no open weight championship to him. Just like. But that's the thing with like Vince when he was in charge. Like the fact you couldn't say hospital, you couldn't call it a title belt or whatever he said it like a. No, I, I you can't say you can't say belt because a belt holds up your yeah, pants. The they're not wrestlers; they're uh, sports entertainers. It's like that lingo that needed to be shipped out because it's like we know what you are, and it's not in a bad way. It's just like that's what normal people would call it. Um. But yeah, interested to see where Wyatt goes. Now, moving on to a young up-and-coming star. uh, And honestly, call it what it is, a waste of money in the bank. Let's talk about Theory's failed cash-in. I don't think it was a failed cash-in. You don't think it was a failed cash-in? I don't think it was a failed cash-in. I really don't. Please elaborate for me, because I'm very, very upset Riddle isn't holding that now. Because also, it, 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 it's only because did you see this past week's Monday Night Raw? Yeah, where he's kind of like flipping out. Well, then he, besides that, the fact that he actually explained it, he was like, "The last time I tried to cash in on Roman, Brock stopped me. Tyson Fury knocked me out. Roman's never on WWE. It's like, what am I supposed to do? Just sit here and wait for some him to show up? No, let me cash in on a United States. Granted, it wasn't." It was a open challenge. That was kind of a waste. Stupid. Big man. Call it what it is. But, um, you know, and that aspect of him catching, like, you know, Mommy Roman's not here. Mommy make this the next big title. Like, it kind of elevated the United States title. It did. Like, it did. Which a lot of people aren't talking about. The fact this that, is like, the first he, time they cashed in on a, a uh, title, mid-card yeah. title, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And a lot of people aren't, like, saying, that, like, well, he lost, but the fact that he cashed in on a title, that shows like he wanted to elevate it, be like, screw it, I'm not going to wait on maybe next three months for Roman to be on a pay-per-view injured. Like, no, absolutely not. That, I get. That, pretty so Austin, retaining the title. Now the fact that he is now, you know, he's not taking selfies anymore, he's more unhinged. I think this is the star that we, Vince McMahon said that he was going to be. I, I think... Austin can be the next champion next year. After Mania, down the line, if he keeps going the way he is, he could be the next champion. And call call me what whatever I am, but um, a mark. I'm yeah, a mark. Um, the only thing I'm really bitter about is the fact that you had an opportunity, which honestly it would be the only technicality to split the titles before Mania. Mm-hmm. Theory could have been like, all right, I'm cashing in on the WWE World Heavyweight Championship, mm-hmm. not the Universal Championship. They could come up with a way to split the titles by Mania or at Mania. But for me, I just, you need two main titles. You because really do. Roman could still hold a championship, he can still hold the Universal Championship for, till the year after. Do whatever you want, but he you got to drop a main title on both of these shows. See, you know, Mr. Man, uh, not Mr. Man, Triple H is worried that he doesn't want Roman to look weak. He doesn't want to get pinned until Mania. Oh, it's going to be a moment for it's sure. Gonna be, it's going to be a moment, but do what Seth did at WrestleMania. Cash it in, make it a triple threat, and then pin the other person. So you don't pin Roman. Roman still looks strong 
as all hell, and then in Rome, and then Austin Pinsett. Granted, I really wish, because also a lot of people didn't believe that Austin was going to cash in and win the money in the bank. It would have been a hell of a way if he did what he did with Sans and make it a triple threat and then cash in on the challenger rather than champion. Or, when he fought a Johnny for the bank, have Johnny be Mr. Money in the Bank. What a hell of a return would that be? And then you can still have the Austin Theory being unhinged, attacking Johnny Gargano, like how he attacked Seth this past week. I feel like if Johnny Gargano won the Money in the Bank, what a boom. Everyone would be like, okay, now Roman is possible. Roman could lose the title. Would you, yeah. would, you know that, would you agree, though? Do you think that if Roman, if Johnny did beat Austin for the bank, for the Money in the Bank, and Johnny became Johnny in the Bank, do you think that would have? Would you be more be like, okay, now I'm more convinced that Roman can lose it to now to Money in the Bank winner? I think regardless of whoever held the contract, he could have lost it to. It's just a matter of the situation that he lost the title in. Like what you said, uh, let's do, let's just fantasy book mania where it's like Cody versus Roman night one, whatever night two. Uh, theory could pin. Cody, I don't want this to happen, but I'm saying if you want to, there's like a scenario where you just get the cash in and boom, he pins Cody. There you go. Roman still looks strong. Odds are whenever he loses that title, he's going to disappear for like six months, probably come back at like SummerSlam or whatever. He already is. He does disappear already. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. But, you know, he's not going to come back. It's going to be like a random moment where Roman comes back. Uh, Then you can do it that way. Um as far as Johnny Gargano, like if I had to pick a face and this is the one thing with money in the bank that always kind of is weird money in the bank works better with heels than faces. I feel just because it's a heel move. It's like, Mm -hmm. Oh, you're down and out. Let me just sneak on in and get my world championship. I mean, yeah, just like how I pointed out to you, how how King of a ring, it's more like a heel magnet than a face. Like I think we haven't had a face win it in a ever in money in the bank. Cre- oh, oh, Money in the Bank. I'm going to say Austin uh, Creed. Okay, oh, uh, sorry, King, King, King of the Ring. Well, besides Xavier Woods. Um, and that didn't go anywhere, which was upsetting. But yeah. um, speaking of WrestleMania, can Logan Paul start doing podcasts about WWE? Kenny, Kenny. So the news now coming out is Logan Paul, for one, doesn't have a torn ACL. It's an MCL, ACL. No, MCL meniscus meniscus all the cls in the world all the cls in the world um but yeah that's a shorter um recovery time we don't really know but um mc i know mcl takes about four to eight weeks so two months to heal there you go after surgery so there was a stirring of the pot if you will um on his podcast and on twitter where there were reports that cena is looking for john cena is looking for an opponent at Mania in Hollywood. Uh, and- yeah, it, it is said to say that John Cena's were probably expected to compete at WrestleMania 39 in Hollywood next year. And, of course, being the person that he is, Jake Paul, or Logan Paul, just see, here I go again. <laughs> Where's my little diagram? Not um, all white people look the same. I know, I know. Uh, but they do look alike a little bit. No, no. Um, Logan Paul decided to tweet with the, that little eye-looking emoji mm-hmm. at this report. And he's like, 
I called Triple H to talk about something that'll break the internet, and what better way to do it than Triple, not Triple H, imagine, uh, Cena versus Paul at Mania. Will not be for the title, I can guarantee, but interesting developments in the world of WWE. It is, it is 100%. Um, would it be a great match? Absolutely. Logan Paul's incredible um, wrestler, John Cena, in his later years. Big match, John, able to bring those matches out of his ass. Do I want to see it? Absolutely not. Because, not, not because I don't like Logan Paul, I don't want to see him on the TV. It's like, if you have a better match, then give it. Because if I want a dream match, I want a dream match that people that are wrestling every single day and it. I don't want Logan Paul in Mania because Logan's not... For me, WrestleMania is people that who've been busting their ass 365 days to make it to Mania. While Logan was just like, I'm going to go send Triple H a text. Hey, Triple H, me and Zeno Mania, LOL. Like, I don't think so. Um, if you want a dream match, Stone Cold wants to be in a match at Mania again. Stone Cold versus Cena. We had Rock and Cena. Make this a once in a lifetime, not two. Not three in a lifetime, once in a lifetime, give us Stone Cold versus Cena. I, I would be hyped for that match. I feel like that match will sell more tickets than Cena versus Logan. Call me crazy. Or, or I'm going to call you crazy. You are crazy. Yeah. Or you call what you call one number for Stone Cold's fight. You give us Punk. No. So, listen, listen. I one off, no, 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 no. One-off one match, right? Just a one-off match. Night one at WrestleMania. Suddenly, you Punk finally gets his main event match. Finally gets his match with Stone Cold. And it's at the main event of Saturday Night WrestleMania. That would also break the internet. As, you know, if you would have asked me this question a little over a year ago, I said, give me a hell yeah. But no. Yeah, you, 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 don't want to talk, you don't want Toxic Punk in the locker room? No, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but I don't like. You don't want to. Will see I? Punk. Will I mark out for this match if it happens? Of course, because it's it's the match. You know, when he was in WWE, everyone was like, "Yo, it needs to happen." Like, because it's just two of the best people on the mic. There it is. But my crazy match for you know someone who's been busting their ass year in year out. Give me Austin Theory versus John Cena at WrestleMania. That would be a good match. That would be a good boy. What about Austin and Cena? Not Austin Theory, Austin Stone Cold. I don't know how I feel about that. Just Why? for the fact I don't know what the like stip like what would cause them to like fight, mm-hmm. whether it be like because I don't want oh, you're greatest of your time, I'm a greatest of my time. Let's fight. Like I don't that that that's fine. But, no, you have you you have Stone Cold. Make fun of Cena's movies in the latest movies, like knock him down. Cena comes out, be like, "What have you been doing since you retired? Nothing. You coming here doing one? You you have dug it up, and Cena come back and just rip Stone Cold out. Like, look at you, you're just a retired man who comes out for once for Raw specials, especially Raw Three Triple X. By the way, did you see the logo for the Raw? Yeah. <laughs> Oh. I was like, "What are you showing here on Raw?" First of all, <laughs> this is a PG show. Last time I yeah. checked. Um. No, so you have that, and then you just have them back and forth. Like, just how, like, Rock and Cena, like, Cena casually threw shade at Rock, and then that's how that match became. You do the same thing. You throw shade at Stone Cold, or Stone Cold 
throw shades at Cena. I don't know. Something that tickles my fancy. I like tickle your fancy. Would be a heel Stone Cold versus Drew McIntyre. We're not going to get a heel Stone. And this late of his career, there's no way. I don't know. Well, you know what I mean by heel, where he's just like Stone Cold, but like clearly there needs to be a bad guy versus good good guy dynamic. Or you can just do face versus face, you know, be normal and just give us what we want. We still watch it. We still watch it. I'll eat it up 110%. But, um, yeah, I'd be here for Logan Paul Cena mania. Austin Theory Cena. Austin Theory Cena. Who knows? But I think as time goes on, I think at the Rumble is where we'll get a definitive yeah. answer. Um, also, there was a leaked Rumble thing we'll get into as time gets closer because we'll give a more definitive uh, I, I, I want to say something. I know you said that definitely, but there was one name on the list. Malcolm I know Dona. the name. Yeah, but no, say. It was Malcolm Dono. Do you follow Malcolm Dono on Twitter? I do. Or not Twitter, on on Insta? He's been posting the um, all of his of, like, career the, highlights. Yeah, so it's just like, unless he saw it, oh, he's been talking to Triple Yeah, we're seeing it. Yeah, we're seeing it. just stirring the pond now. Apparently, but no, Chelsea Green did leave TNA, so she could be making her way back to WWE as well, and the stuff that's happening over at NWA with Matt Condona and Nick Alders and all that. I don't know, but um, Matt Condona, dude, I, I would pop if we get more Condona in the Rumble. Yeah, not Zack Ryder, Matt Cardona. No, no, give me my boy, woo, woo, woo. It'll be like Cody coming back, where he'll do like, he'll attempt to do like the, like the, what is it? The Broski boot. Kick? Broski Broski. boot. Yeah, and then he'll be like, oh, this is shedding skin. like <laughs> Which he did. He went to the Indies and really found his footing as Matt Cardona. Well, it was also, he wasn't given a chance on yeah. WWE. Uh, and when he had a chance, the rogue would just pull him in. He, he, I always knew that uh, Matt was capable of doing great stuff in WWE. He just needed a platform. Just like how Sammy, Sammy has been carrying SmackDown for the past couple of months now. I don't know about you. I'm feeling a little bit oozy. Feeling a little oozy. Now, I don't know. Wrestling is in a weird situation. It's a weird state of flux. Uh, as far as news goes, we're going to try to keep you updated as much as we can because it seems like every other show, every other week, there is a story. But what you could catch more of in the meantime is more episodes of the Get Comfy Game Break, Get Comfy Lowdown, and Get Comfy Podcast every single Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major listening platforms like iTunes, Spotify, and, of course, the Believe Network. I've been Kalo, joined by the one and only DJ AIM, and we'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.